Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Well, here we are. It's August 15th. Halfway through the month and summer. It's gone. Isn't it it crazy that in uh, just a couple of weeks here, we'll start the burr months? September, October, November, December. It's like a lot of people, well, it's meteorological fall, right? As of September 1st, correct? Yes. September, October, November is meteorological fall, which is a very hard word to say. And then January, February, March is winter. So a lot of people do consider September 1st kind of the beginning of the cooler months with the cooler temps that we've had the last few days i've seen a lot of people posting about pumpkins well isn't it weird and chili well the uh our local grocers actually have the mums sure for sale out front now because i suppose if you began to uh, if you brought them home watered them and started taking it it would take you know about that four to six weeks before they really start to reach their peak right because they're small i remember when we got married we we got a a giant mum sent to us as a wedding gift yeah and we got married the last weekend in august yeah so it it's definitely that time it's crazy it is it's hard to believe that in two weeks summer's basically Mm -hmm. finished here in minnesota we have the great minnesota get together which starts next week and that is always considered the end of summer because it runs through Labor Day weekend. And every year we're like, gosh, it feels like it was just the state fair last year. Time is just flying. The the it, literally. The strange thing is the way in the world we live in today, once Labor Day passes, they waste no time on targeting you for the holidays. The school supplies are essentially gone. Basically. So that ship has sailed. If you didn't, if you haven't purchased them, run to the internet and do it now. But then you will see Halloween immediately following, and then they'll start sneaking the Christmas stuff in just like in a month. Locally, at our Target store here, uh, it it seemed to be more college kids than grade school or anybody else getting ready. This past weekend. It well, was, it's a big move-in weekend. It was like Black Friday. Yeah, this weekend and next weekend are big move-in weekends for college. And it drives me nuts because they set all of these extra yeah. box That's displays. Like the air fryers and the pillows and the In the, the middle of the aisles. I'm like, dude, you can't, now you can't pass people with a cart. You can it's, barely get a cart through. Yeah. I was like, I can't stand that. And they tend to do that uh, during the Christmas season as well. I'm like, don't put these middle of aisle know, displays up. It just creates a traffic jam. And it's like all about, you'd think that Order they, would, pickup, they baby. would want to keep the flow going. Well, bring it to my car. Yeah. But I mean, wait, but when, once the holiday shopping starts and they're going to come hard this year because of this, everybody's talking about this recession, right? So they're going to come at you hard. Well, they say that there's going to be an overstock on some items because they've caught up on supply and then all of a sudden inflation and everything else takes over and people aren't buying as much and they've got all this extra 
They do all, not all have these an, extra guns. They do not have an oversupply of, of school note, supplies. Of notepads. And what was crayons. it? The double what? The, the wide ruled notebooks. Oh, the wide ruled notebooks. Well, so why would you need to write? That's not the preferred form of communication <laughs> anymore. We were talking about this this past weekend, and it's it's strange how without even anybody blinking an eye, texting over the past, I would say decade or decade and a half has taken over as the preferred form of communication. Now, I'm not saying it's the most effective or the best, but that's how people communicate now versus phone calls. Specifically millennials, 72% of millennials say their preferred form of communication is textular based. So whether it be like messaging through a social media app or actual texting on the messaging app. If you have somebody's phone number, do you message them through a social media app? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I don't, I don't really have a reason. That's just how I communicate with to me. I have a couple friends that that's, that's just how we communicate. Really? Yeah. Which, which social media platforms are they? Instagram. Really? Yeah. Cause we'll send each other you know, whether it be a meme or a post that made us think of the other one um, or like oh. a, a reels. And then we'll just have a quick chat in the DMs. And I've, I've never DM'd anybody on Instagram. Really? Never. Not one time. Oh my God. I DM people all the time. The messaging on Facebook was where it originated, right? Yes. That type of thing. And that still is a platform that, that some people use to reach out like privately if you don't have their cell phone or email. I think that's the, that that's the key right there. It's a lot of people that don't have your private phone number. Yeah. Right. I don't use Facebook messaging nearly as much as I use Instagram DMs. I'm, I'm surprised I have not. No wonder my phone goes off all the time and I'm like, what's going on? People. <laughs> it's probably, you probably have an inbox full of DMs <laughs> and you don't even know how to check them. But 70,000 of them. I, I don't know, but I, I, but I understand the, uh, and we've talked about this before. I get the texting thing mm-hmm. or messaging people on one of these social media platforms because you are very much always in control of the situation. If you want to stop the discussion, you can abruptly stop it. If you want to have a delay of 20 or 30 minutes between replies, you can do that as well. It kind of messaging, digital messaging allows us to do it on our time and keep it going throughout the day versus having to drop everything and pick up the phone. Don't, do you think people have gotten more um, like more open to delays? Like if I text someone, I, I understand like they may be doing something yeah, and I oh, don't totally. expect an immediate reply. Yeah. I'm like that as well. And I, it's kind of like, I'm going to put this communication out there. And when you have time, if you want, you can communicate back. If you want to know how important you are to somebody, if it goes beyond 24 hours, <laughs> that, that, I don't know. I think sometimes that, that, that's you, when I, that's when I'm like, well, okay. And I just, you know, I, then you won't engage as much. I just try to give people the benefit of the doubt, like if they take a long time to get back to me, I'm like, they probably read it and forgot or opened it. And that meant, happens to me intended yeah. to reply or, rep- you know, like I I'll think of like what I want to say, but I won't actually type it and send it. And then I'm like, Oh crap. I'm sorry. Right. It's strange that uh, I remember uh, when I got to the university, the university of Minnesota 30 years ago, almost. And, uh, 
one of my uh, college professors was explaining that there a lot of the communication that she would prefer would be through email. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this was the early 90s, right? And I was like, um, what? I don't. Ow. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily like it. And now it's weird. The evolution of just, well, I guess three decades is a long, a long time. But how fast it took off. Because by the time we got to the next decade, the 2000s, it was that and texting. Look out. Oh, and, and now that's, I mean, employers text employees. I mean, people in different generations are meeting the younger generation where they're at. Well, here's, here's I think, God, where is that stat? I have a stat that's alarming on that. It's, it's not alarming. It's just, a, it's a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. Uh, email is the primary communication method for 71% of executives up significantly from only 27%, which was only five years ago. Think about, wow. how, think about how fast that is taken off. So you went from roughly one quarter to three quarters mm-hmm. in five years. That tells you, that's that's a quick change. I wonder what role the pandemic played in, I think that shift was inevitable, but I sure. wonder how uh, what role the pandemic played in speeding it up. Well, it, it, I think the pandemic just changed everything. Yeah, it really did. Definitely. That's why we, you and I are here today. Absolutely. In, in our home. In the moon know, lounge. Right, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but it, it did change everything. And, you know, with the Zoom calls and the StreamYard interviews mm-hmm. and all of that. And I think it was pan, the pandemic itself is the best thing that ever happened to TikTok. Oh. I'm not kidding because people were so bored and they started doing, and then they discovered these platforms and then it filtered over onto Instagram reels and these short video components took over social media and that it hasn't let up. And it's just a huge way that people are consuming content. It is. It is. It's, it's It's the biggest and it's the the new way, the quickest growing, the fastest growing. It is. But so what I would say text messaging for you would be your preferred form of communication. Mine would be text messaging and in-app messaging. So any kind of textular based messaging. So I fall into the majority with millennials. You, you want to know what, what, what do you think is the greatest appeal? If, if you, ha- I know there's a lot of appeal, right? Yeah. With that form of digital print, whether it's messaging or, or texting, but what what is the number one thing that makes it to appealing me to you? It's not um, like invasive on someone's time. Like I can message someone, I don't expect an immediate reply. They can get back to me when they're available to get to communicate back. Where like a phone call, you're asking someone to stop everything, right, and pick up the phone, pick up the phone and talk to you. And I don't know if that's like an anxiety based preference no it's not it's or not if I'll it's tell you, just I'll, a generational I can, thing i can sum it up in one word it's convenient it absolutely it, is, it, it, yeah. fit, it fits into the way we live today mm-hmm. as busy as we are and that's a way for us to communicate that's convenient you get back to somebody when you can and i mean it's when i'm in my car you know with apple carplay you know and i hit the 
I reach with over with my thumb and I hit a simple button and I tell it to text you and yeah. then it verbally trans right. Yep. That's the world we live in. And then it sends a text message. And sometimes I'll use a voice based, like I'll hit the little microphone and I'll, so do I, I'll yeah. say my text into my phone and it will, you know, auto type it. And sometimes I'll send a voice message that way. I had one of the most odd moments the other day. I can't remember where you were, but I think I was in Target. And now often when I go into a store, I will leave my phone in the vehicle plugged in because I have my iWatch on. Mm. And so I'm walking through Target and I was that guy. I reached over to my phone and I- Your watch. Yeah, I, exactly. It was my iWatch. And I, I was talking to it. And I, I actually saw people do that in the past. I'm like, what a nerd. <laughs> And and then and now here I am, voice you know talking into my so it can translate to text, yep. and then send it off to you. Oh, that's so, so I was funny. that guy. It was literally something right out of what I would have seen in a movie when I was a kid. Yeah, literally. It, you're so right. It totally is. It's like just talking to my watch, so it will send you the message. And you were sending me pictures. And I was opening them of you and Clara at the library. Oh yeah! And I was opening them, opening them on my phone. So I mean, not on, not on my phone, on my watch. On your watch, which, which is, is essentially weird. a phone. Yeah, just a teeny tiny one. So it's it is weird to watch this evolve, but I think I think it comes down to this convenience. That's yeah, what it is. I I'll even go so far as to text someone and ask them if they have time for a call. Sure. If I if I feel like my message would be better communicated verbally, right? I'll I'll text someone, and I even do this like in in a professional setting. Let me know when you have five minutes for a call. Sure. And if someone says now's good, I I am capable of picking up my phone and communicating that way. I will. I just I I feel like it's more of a trying to respect the other person's time a little bit. Sure. I will say this: there is definitely a uh, an age thing involved here because a lot of the older people that I do business with and and I'm and I'm friends with will prefer a phone call. Mm-hmm. So some of them are getting better uh, with the texting and stuff, but there there are still individuals I know that will just the phone will ring. <laughs> yep. And I, and I will say this if you're going to, if it's serious conversation and it's something that I don't want, that I feel I need to have that, I I almost would be like rather set, if it comes down to that, I would rather see them in person and have a conversation yes. with them than even have a phone call. I agree. If it's really important that it, to me, it warrants meeting, let's sit down if it's 10, 15 minutes, but I like to have that kind of a conversation. If it's really that important, if it's just trivial everyday stuff in life, how are you? What's new? right? Right, exactly. Or you know, often I think people get a little bit more intimate now with texting, whether it's encouragement or I've got an issue coming up, or and then yeah. you communicate to have that conversation. But it's weird how it has evolved to this digital platform. Yeah, and I mean, I think that was inevitable. Even looking at the beginnings of the telephone. Way, way back. Sure. You know, that was when people started that convenience piece of just being able to pick up a phone in your home and communicate with someone in their home. It makes And it be, just keeps evolving. I think I think the uh the next step 
And you can do it now with FaceTime and things like that, but I, I think there's going to be more of an, a visual element to it. I, 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 I'm not sure what it will be. There is, I mean, there is, when you start researching this stuff and you follow some of the science sites and they talk about like in-room holograms and mm-hmm. things like that, that is or crazy. VR, yeah. Where you put on a headset and your friend puts on a headset and it's like you're sitting in chairs talking right. to each other. It is weird. And, and I'm talking about actual visual versus the the avatars because if, right. if you've been watching and following the development of meta which has gotten all kinds of press lately and I, i'm not sure why because i don't think it's evolved to a point that a lot of people are, are going to look to get involved yet because it's still like these little cartoon characters mm-hmm. right it looks like roblox yeah it literally <laughs> is which and, is a kid's app and I, I'm kind of with Mark Cuban on this, you know, from a lot of people know him from Shark, Shark Tank. I know him. What's as his the take? Owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Well, his exact words is people buying digital property is the stupidest shit ever. Is that what he said? I mean, saying? yeah, literally. He was like, this is just, I mean, but again, I, it doesn't mean he's always going to be right, but I understand what he's saying. I'm like, this has got to get, this has to move way beyond where we're at right now before you should start investing. Yeah or buying virtual products like we had talked about about a couple of weeks ago like you can go online and buy virtual apparel that costs real money to dress your virtual character online and live this meta life in different cities and towns and buy property and you would have to have a lot of disposable income to start doing that do you remember a video game going back I don't know, 20 years or called Sims. Oh yeah. Remember that? Oh yeah. Sim city. Yep. That I think that's what this, I think that that's like, this is like a real life version of that now. Completely. That's what it's coming to. So people create these little characters and then they live vicariously through them, Mm -hmm. which is scary because that's not real life. And it feels very isolating. Oh, for sure. But for some people, you know, if you're an introvert, mm-hmm. you know, and you, that what is to me, that would just be an incredibly sad existence, but maybe not for everybody. Yeah, it just, it does. It feels very um, isolating. Yeah. So anyways, texting without a doubt, I would say above and beyond all, even messaging on the platforms is probably the preferred form of communication. It is for millennials and Gen yeah. Z. When you get into the older generations, it skews. I'm just wondering what will be the next step in this evolution because things are evolving so fast. Like when the, the pandemic, I think, was the catalyst that launched a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering what will be next. I think there will be video, and I know I, I, I read Gen Z does like FaceTime where they're doing video calls. Really? Um, so I think you'll see, you know, apps and services. I mean, poor Skype. Skype was the first one, and they but had a whole pandemic, and they're still basically irrelevant. But the, the as far as just everyday communication, I think that if you have the visual element, it starts to become more invasive again. And I don't know if people want that. It, I feel like if that becomes super invasive. Like if someone FaceTimes me, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Will it Will it be audio al- attached to texting, kind of like what you get with Apple CarPlay, where you somebody's texting you and it just it just you, you're, you're wearing your iPod, your AirPods. 
and you just it just constantly it's the computer that's translating all your I do that sometimes and I have a few friends who I think that's their their preferred way of communicating where you actually send a voice message. Yeah. So I'll like hit my microphone and record myself talking. I don't use that I don't use that enough. I have a few that or if I'm trying to um like convey a message that I feel like just isn't translating via text, then I'll do that. And I have a few friends that seem to do that more often than not. So so there you I go. I could see that being pretty effective. Do you remember back even like 15 years ago when to send a text message, you had to go, you had just oh key, God, the keypad yes. on your phone. And it was like you had to hit four, three times yes. to get a J. And, and text messages were much shorter. Oh, yeah. I remember when they would charge by the text. Like your cell phone plan. There wasn't unlimited you text. You would get like either. 50 texts a month. Yeah. Like I use 50 texts by 9 a.m. Yeah, and then everything. <laughs> I mean, every, I think most people just have unlimited plans now, right? I think that most carriers have figured that out. I think so. That your whole world revolves around your phone. You're going to use it like that. You're, yeah, it, yeah, it, you're right. I remember when there were not, not there even was a question. Like, like data limits and you yeah. could say like, oh, I want this much data. And you, oh, I don't stream videos. I don't need that much data. And now it's like, give me all the data. Well, you, you need data, it. data. You'd be a fool not to have unlimited. I mean, I just think that because you're, I, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I don't know. It has to be. I think more, I, I never don't know. thought about it. But uh, it is. I'm sure that there are some characters. Do you think your mom has unlimited well, no. data? data? What, my dad had one of the old uh, track phones yes. where you go on, you pay for so much time. And I'm like, are you dad? It's freaking, you know, we're, we're, we're heading into the 2020s at that time. It was shortly before he passed, but I was like, he never got on board. Well, he's, he would have been in, in his 80s now. Even my grandma texts. I yeah. send her pictures. I text her pictures and she texts me back little emojis. So, yeah, so it's not, it's just, I'm just, I'm constantly wondering what's next. Holograms. Because this has been. Teleporting. Texting has been the thing for about 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering what, what is the next step in this, this constant evolution. I think the video and voice, you'll see more of that. There's gotta be, like, but I don't know how that, I don't know. It's almost like how. a walkie talkie, Yeah. which I think there are apps that are actually, that's exactly what they are supposed to be like as a walkie talkie where you just voice message, beep, it sends. And then you <laughs> do you like my sound effect. Beep. Beep. And then you get a voice message back and you just like talk back and forth, but you're not actually like connected on a call. This all, everything that we're talking about is going to play into the remote workforce. Mm -hmm. It is. I mean, there's the guys that have tried to fight this. It's not coming that the old days prior to 2020 are not coming back ever. It's just not, it's not the world we live in unless there's some catastrophic event that sends us back into the stone age, oh. right? It's not like going, we don't have the internet. Or? Yeah. Well, it's just that there's, it's no reason for it. it it's, it's going to come to this. You're going to, the work force, again, there will always be people that have to go out and engage, right? But there's so many jobs now where you don't have to go to a place right. to do the job. So, convenience like texting or emailing or anything else is going to keep them at home. Mm -hmm. And to get the best employees, you're going to have to give them 
the best options. I know so many people whose companies made it optional, like within the last year. And they're like, oh, I I go in once a week or I started going in once a week and now I don't. Right. And and it's totally accepted by the companies that they work for, which is very nice for them. Obviously, they're making it work. I disagree. And you'll hear this argument a lot. Well, we need that cohesive get together brainstorming. I think that that's an old thought pattern. I, I, I mean, I don't mind getting together. And I think that maybe, maybe once a week you could do that. Well, I think that would be enough, honestly. Yeah. I think pe- you would just figure it out. Yeah. You would, you would communicate more effectively if that's all the time you had. And they're going to. Yeah. The next generation is going to do that. Yep. And you're going to see more and more remote work. I think you're right. It's just there. I mean, I know that there's people that want to fight this. It's that old thought pattern again, and they have a hard time getting around it. Like, oh, that's not corporate America. We got to have, we got to get everybody together. We got to do this. We got to, that's, dude, grandpa, get in your your Fred Flintstone mobile and pedal your feet down the street and get out of here. That's not going to work. As much as you want to do that and pack office buildings, it's just not going to happen anymore. And I think in, and because of how fast things are evolving in in 10 years, I can't even imagine the world we're going to be living in. It'll be interesting. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it really will be. Did it all start with texting? <laughs> sure. Yes. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, oh, I think email, I think, I think email was the actual inception. Well, the, now let's take a step back and remember MSN messenger, the OG. Was that uh, something like at the beginning of the internet? Yeah, it was. Like, are we, are we going back to the America online? Yes. Like the Yahoo chat rooms. Oh yeah. And the MSN messenger. Listen, I go back far as far as MySpace. Oh yeah. Did, did you have a MySpace? Yes. Oh yeah course so i did butterflies and glitter bursts how how quick was that and how fast did it just vanish very facebook took over well that's well it's because the internet yeah the internet evolved so quickly yeah that's the thing we went through a really crazy period there for about one decade where just things just everything changed but msn messenger was really the beginning and and other platforms like that where you were online messaging with people like in chat rooms. I think this evolution is uh, a part of the reason I have a, a difficult time understanding the way kids are learning today because they live in a different world, mm-hmm. right? Completely different. I mean, I look at like the penmanship for a lot of like, well, Noah's 10, right? Yeah. And I look at, and it's not just him. It's a lot of them. It's like, they can't write. Yeah. He's- They're terrible. I mean, it's, and I, I mean, I remember like, the exercises that we would do through grade school to gr- to have really good penmanship, mm-hmm. so pe- it was legible and people could read it, right? Yeah. And it was such an important thing. And it's really not anymore because it's all a keypad and digital for them. They don't have to have that great. Well, right. Like when is which the is last? Sad because I when I when I oh, look I and I read so. things, I like. I think it's sad too. Yeah, the old the old cursive and stuff. But I love a pen and paper. I know you. Like do. guys, I write in a journal. I write notes. I. Write, I write grocery lists on paper. That's I, something you've not lost a lot for, including real books that you get your hands on versus the digital version. I tried. Like I had one of the very first Kindles from Amazon and I was really excited. I was like, oh, it'll hold all my books and I'll always be able to have it in my bag with me. I can't do it. Let me ask you this. Why did you, why, why do you still love books and things like that, but you were willing to give up 
conversation for texting. They're like, there's two very old things there. It's like, but you're one you're willing to let go of, the other one not. Well, I wouldn't say that I'm willing to let go of conversation. It's just getting harder to make time to have conversation no, with people. I, th- I think you still are having conversation. You're, you're just doing it in a different manner. Right. I, so, I think because that one involves someone else and reading and writing I can do on my own. But you can do it with a digital platform. I know. And I would prefer to have a one-on-one face-to-face conversation with somebody, but that's just, that feels like. But what, why is it with books though, that even though you can have all of that digitally, why do you want to go? Because I want to touch it. And what it's tangible, like I can hold it and I can smell it, and it. And that same. It's just an experience. It it enhances the experience for me. Like sitting down and have a convers a face to face conversation with somebody. Yeah. But I just feel like t- in today's world, people are willing to let that go. But there's small things throughout their mm-hmm. life that they don't want to, that they're just hanging on to. Yeah, I would say the book and the and the writing is it enhances the experience. Like I could type. I'm I'm a good typer. I'm a quick typer, but I would rather write. Like my my thoughts and feelings translate better with a pen and a paper. Really? Mm-hmm. You think better. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting. I don't know. So that would be wow. That's just I'm just that, that I'm that kind of throws a monkey wrench into the texting thing. Then. Well, I just would I would I prefer to like sit down and talk to my friend right. in person every but you day. Can't. You can't. Yeah, right. that would be awesome. But that's not really a, a feasible expectation in today's world. No. It makes you wonder though, are are we missing something? Are we going to lose something as a society? Yeah, I mean, it should be prioritized more by everyone including myself. Me too. I agree. You know, yeah. like and I'll, and I'll talk to friends and we'll be like, "Oh, we should get together. We should get a coffee. We should go for a walk sometime." And we just keep saying it. And like we never do it. Yeah, it, but on on the flip side, God, we're just going down a rabbit hole here. I think that a lot of parents I know and I hear this from them and we're not there yet because our kids are young, but how wonderful and <laughs> I'm going to sound like an evil an evil like guru here, but how fantastic it is to have all of these digital platforms and, and messaging systems because it allows them to keep in touch with their kids when they grow and become more distant. Well, that's, yeah. that doesn't sound. Evil. Well, I know what I'm saying. It was just like, Oh, it's all part of the meta, well, that. but no, but they do tell me that that man, it's a lifesaver to have texting and be able to send pictures and constant communication with their kids because in years past, if they were to go to college, you might not hear from them for an extended period of time, days on end, Where whereas now throughout the day, constantly mm-hmm. they're, they're staying in touch with their kids and it allows that line of communication to remain open. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't, it's great. I don't think that that kind of communication, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, I think there's I a don't, place I don't. for it. And as long as you don't lose the art of in-person conversation. Yeah, I know. And that yeah. you actually do prioritize those those kind of. But can you imagine? And I've I've thought about this this past weekend as I watched all of these parents in Target with their kids filling up grocery carts. Well, they're not grocery carts; they're shopping carts. But I thought that you know, in years past, they would be dropping them off, which is still tough. But now. It's not waiting for that once every night or every other night phone call. Yeah. It's 
constant throughout the day, you're, you're able to communicate with them and keep in touch with them as much as you miss them, but you know what's going on on a pretty regular basis. My it's mom a more used constant to send line. me cards at college, like handwritten cards. And then I would, I would like write a letter back, even though we talked on the phone. Yeah. I re- Which is just crazy to think about. I know. I think of my time in the service. Sure. When I left and I, you know, I'd never been away from home for that kind of a time. So it, to me, I had to find a pay phone mm-hmm. to call home. So there was, especially when we would, we would be in the field in the Marine Corps out doing things, there would be weeks. Sometimes there was months where my parents didn't hear from me and they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> that kind of anxiety to me now, oh, because of the immediacy that we have with texting right. and I, I can't imagine either of the kids and then us not being able to communicate with them, right? That would drive me nuts. I know, it because makes my kids, heart sink. Well, kids in the service today, even I see them, they're constantly communicating with their mm-hmm. parents and it's, you know, there's ne- never those blocks. Did your mom send you letters? Of time. Oh yeah, we had, everything was handwritten at that time. Yeah. Like when we couldn't do phone calls in boot camp and there was a lot of places we couldn't access a phone when we were in the field. Mm-hmm. So they would chopper out the mail and we would be out in the field and we would get letters. And it was, a, I wrote a lot of, I have a bag of them at home. Some Do you? Yeah, that my mom kept. And some of the ones I sent and then they, she sent to me, I have this whole thing of mail. It's just a big bag of it somewhere. Oh, I had it a pen the, pal when I was a kid and we would write I letters. I remember that. What, what, what was it? Was he or she incarcerated? <laughs> no. Because you remember, what? <laughs> remember that where he was like, are you going to write somebody in jail? <laughs> No, I don't remember that. It was a weird thing through the 80s, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, mine was my second cousin, and she lived in Colorado, and we met at a family reunion, and we were just a few years apart, and we became pen pals, and we were pen pals like for years. Oh, that's awesome. We would write letters, and now we're friends on Instagram, and we'll like message each other on Instagram, and we're both adult women, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You but, used to be able to join groups where you could get a pen pal. Oh. And just- it's just somewhere, right? And now, obviously, that's obsolete with the the ability mm-hmm. to communicate with people on a million different platforms all over the globe. Wouldn't it be nice, though, to get a, a handwritten letter? Yeah, oh, of course. I think people appreciate that. And on that note, uh, we we got actually some handwritten notes from JP Fitness. Yeah. Oh, right. my God. That's such what a good segue. Um, we both got a, a, a note card, a handwritten note card. From JP Fitness. Right. And it was from, mine was signed by Brett, who is my, my trainer up there. And uh, it was just a, a simple taking the time to pen something out on a card, put it in an envelope and send it. And when you get that, I've always said that. I was like, that means something to oh everybody. My God. That's why we do it during the holidays. And it stands out. Right. Oh, yeah. It's like that extra step. It's that, going above and beyond. That completely sets JP Fitness apart. I, well, mine, yeah. mine was written by um, Abby, who teaches a lot of the group fitness classes. She's about to have a baby. And she just said, you know, I can't wait till after I get back from maternity leave and see you in class again. And I was like, holy crap. Right. Like, that is amazing. That is what sets the place apart. It really is. I've talked. Uh, listen, you'll see more of this uh, as it evolves here, on, especially on our social media accounts and, and our website. If you don't follow us, georgeandjess.com. That'll give you links to our social media as well. But uh, it, the difference is the community there mm-hmm. and it really is. If, if you, and there's so many people that want to accomplish so many different things. When I went in, I, 
when I had my conversation, they said, where do you, what do you want to do? I said, I want to be flexible. I want to be, I want to, I want to have that fluid movement I did when I was younger and I want to keep up with my five-year-old daughter. And they understood that. And they were like, well, this is how we get you there. You're going to hate this, but we were in the hot tub Saturday night and your shoulder muscles are incredibly defined. That's not, that is not a thing. <laughs> Listen, uh, in all serious, no, seriousness, I do not have big muscles and that's not what I was going for. No, but right? they're, but they're, there's definition. You're well, not bulky. Well, I think, definition. I think everybody will get there. Like, yeah. the, well, well, that. You but, can see your hard work and consistency. But there are guys the who want, right? If sure. you If you want to build and, and you want to be a big muscular dude, you can do that. Mm -hmm. If you want to be like me and you just want to be thin and you want to be healthy and you want to be able to move, right? You can do that as well. And everything is designed to help you as an individual. Right, they care about your That's, personal goals. Yes, yes, because you're different than everybody else and you have a different goal. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. Not to go off on another tangent and maybe we could pick this up on tomorrow's episode, but I think you'll see online and in-person communities like a JP Fitness. Sure, well, they have a great one. Right, yeah. but you'll see that kind of... Um, community evolve yeah. in the future going forward. You'll see people gravitating towards, towards like-minded people. Yeah. Well, you already and, are. And if it's, if it's like at a, at a gym setting, like at a JP fitness and you'll develop relationships with people within that community. And that is something I think you'll see grow. For sure. Without a question. Yeah. And health and wellness, this is not a flash in the pan thing. This is going to be, well, it's trending and it's going to continue to grow. And that's why people are going to live longer. Mm -hmm. And that's just, it's part of evolution. We're getting smarter. Right. The human race is, I mean, we're just evolving, right? That's what's happening. And a lot of the younger generation and now the smart individuals that are of my generation as well, understand that this is going one of two directions. Okay. You can choose to just kind of continue to deteriorate or better yourself and stay healthy and fit and enjoy a long and productive life. Right. You can you 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 choose. And uh, I'm telling you, I would I've said this to you over the past probably year. There, 10 years from now, there's going to be two different groups of people. <laughs> there's going to be those who chose one path of uh, health and wellness and the others who just went down the same old road. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna look at them and it's gonna be a night and day difference. Mm -hmm. It's not even a question, that's literally gonna happen. So. Well, you're seeing more and more people prioritizing. It is, it's the, just, yeah. And it's it's a more holistic, like full body approach, like mind, body, and soul. Yeah. Where people are really starting to pay attention to how they're treating themselves on all of those levels. For sure, without, without even a doubt. On that note, we had uh, I had last week. I had uh, Holly from uh, Ryan's Plumbing and Heating, in, and we were doing recording some audio. But she even talked about that because we did that show a few months back where we talked about millennials and what's the first thing that comes up to them when they or, or what's the first thing they bring up in therapy. Oh yeah, and and we yes. had we had we that had, was a very popular show. It by was the way. it was huge because they all related to it, mm -hmm. right? And but the mindset is shifting mm -hmm. and it's weird how people and just the human race is evolving. And again, health and wellness mentally and physically Absolutely. is becoming 
a thing because I think we we have learned how important it is. Yeah, and and right? just acknowledging that there's more to wellness than just the physical aspect. Yes. There's there's these all these different avenues and people are starting to take care of all of them and it's it's really beautiful. Right. So on that note, if you want to keep your your mental health, Ryan's Plumbing and Heating, if you have any they have a Ryan's Electric as well, by the way. They do it all. So if you have any home improvement projects that are driving you crazy, because we've got some. I have a little punch list for them. We've got we've got a list of some things that need to be done. <laughs> again, again, these are businesses that we we know and we trust, and they've always been there. And uh, it's been over a hundred years for Ryan's. That's it's, cool. It's crazy. That's it is super cool. And again, they're everything that that they do, they do right the first time. We don't endorse anything that we don't personally use or believe in. So uh, we have a link on our website. If you're gonna do any home improvement projects, which is gonna be a big thing over the next couple of years because of the interest rates, people are gonna be hunkering yeah. down. The, the real estate market is slowing way down yes. and it will probably continue to do so for a while, but home improvement projects, you got them. Again, Ryan's, we've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. All right, we got a little bit windy this morning. That's all right. Yeah, that's Happy all Monday. Right. Happy Monday. And the last half of August. Here we go. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.